coming up on this week's Planet Japan. How to spot a mama's boy and the newest way to stay close to your deceased loved ones. Stay tuned for episode 61, Hugging Urns and Mooning Amtrak. Direct from Okayama City in the heartland of Japan, it's yet another episode of Planet Japan with Amy and Doug. Join them as they guide you through the wacky and the whimsical, the weird and the wonderful, from everyone's favorite planet, from sea to shining sea. It's time for another exciting adventure. And now, here's Amy and Doug. So, you want to hear a joke? Sure. Do you happen to know what George Bush got on his SATs? Hmm. I don't know what. It was it was drool, actually. He got drool on his Of course. SATs. How natural. There you go. That's Planet Japan's shortest joke ever. Yay. Aww. Okay, welcome everyone to Planet Japan. I'm Doug DeLong. I'm Amy Moo Chavez. And we're back here again for episode 61. Well, okay, we uh, got a couple of interesting emails from our listeners because we have great listeners. We do. We have some really, really superb listeners. Yeah, indeed. The uh, first email we got was from Yvon Chartrand, who I believe is French but lives in Hokkaido. Ooh, Frenchman living in Hokkaido. Mm -hmm. That's nice. And he owns a, a really cool bakery there called the Bonjour Bakery. Wow, the Bonjour Bakery. Indeed. Mm -hmm. And he bakes uh, bagels and uh, sourdough bread there. Wow, let's go. And he's going to send you some bagels, I understand. That's right. We don't have to go, do we? That's right. We get special delivery. That's pretty amazing. I'm really looking forward to these bagels because it's just something you can't get good now, bagels in Japan. tell everyone why you're getting bagels. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't thought about that one. Because I got the correct answer to the contest. Yeah, he had a little contest. He did, and it's posted on my blog at dailymoo.blogspot.com. Mm -hmm. And you had to guess what this picture was. It was a funny picture. It was. It was the picture of uh, the side of a truck. And all it said on the side was, oops. And based on that, you had to guess what kind of company, what kind of truck it was. Yeah. And then he, he gave a hint. And what did you guess, Doug? Well, he gave a hint, something like, um, he said, uh, if this fails, you'll have terrible nightmares. And so I thought, of course, it must be uh, a condom company. Oh, yeah, I see. But that was not right. No, but he no. did say that you were right and that it would make you hard. It, it does tend to make you hard. But we won't give you the answer. You have to go to the <laughs> blog to find out the answer. Oh, okay. I guess that's fair. Sure. Go to the Daily Moo blog. Yeah. Okay. I and mean, we didn't get off that easy. Get off? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Oops. Oops. Anyway, many thanks to uh, Yvonne for sending us uh, the bagels. Thank you very much. And can I send him a big moo? Send him a small moo. He's at bonjourbakery.com if you want to check out his cool website. And it is. It's a fun website. Will he deliver bagels to your to your door? To, I mean, to anyone who wants to order them? Probably. Yeah, check it out. I'm not oh, sure, but check out his him, website. Yeah. yeah. The other email we got was from uh, a very uh, loyal listener named Estras Campos, who is a uh, Spanish speaker. So he's he made a really interesting blog in Spanish. A, yeah. About his trip to Japan. Yeah, he's got some nice photos on there, and it uh, appears to be a blog of his trip to Japan. Even pictures of his of his new little baby. So, thanks, Estras. That's very nice. No, it's gracias, Estras. Gracias. You may recall that recently we were talking about the big high school baseball tournament. Oh, yeah. In Japan, coming in August. Koko Yakyu. Gesundheit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big baseball, high school baseball tournament. Right now they're, they're having the elimination games to see who gets to go to the big uh, summertime tournament. So big scandal erupted last week when uh, two teams, 
the Hanjo High School and the Akita High School teams met, and uh, a little rain was involved in this particular scandal. Uh, the rule, I guess, in these high school games is that if it rains after the seventh inning is completed, they can call the game and it's an official game. So if the game gets rained out after if, the seventh inning. That's right. If the, game okay. gets, if the game gets rained out after the seventh inning, they don't have to finish nine innings. They just call it an official game. If it gets rained out before the seventh inning is completed, then it's not an official game. And I guess they probably have to play it again. So here's the scenario. The Hanjo team was ahead in the game 12 to 1, had a big lead. And it's uh, the top of the seventh inning, and it looks, it looks like it's going to rain. Like rain big time. Yeah, big storm coming. Mm-hmm. So they've, they've got a dilemma. If they dick around and they don't finish the seventh inning, they're going to lose this uh, 12 to 1 lead and have to start over again. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so the manager, I think he's a kind of a bright guy. He tells his player to, to go ahead and strike out on purpose so they can hurry up and get through the seventh inning. Sure. I mean, it's 12 to 1. They're not likely to lose the game. Well, yeah. And really, you wouldn't want to show up the team by, you know, making it 13, 14, 15 yeah. to 1, right? <laughs> exactly. So come on. You know, three guys up, and if they all strike out, then, you know, that saves them three embarrassing home runs more than they exactly. already had. That's right. So uh, the manager tells him to strike out on purpose, which he does. He's swinging wildly at all these pitches that are way out of the strike zone. <laughs> He's making it real obvious. And then he tells the guy on third base to try to steal home. And, of course, he's put out at home, and uh, the top of the seventh is finished. They uh, get the guys out on the bottom of the seventh, and uh, then the game is called on a count of rain. They win 12-1. to one. Hmm. But now people are uh, upset because they think it's not fair to use this kind of tactic in a baseball game. Now, who's saying it's not fair? The, the losing team? Yeah. They're saying it's disrespectful of our team. But I don't know. I don't really personally see anything anything wrong with it. I think it's, it's strategy. Just, exactly. It's That's strategy. what sports is all about. Yeah. It's kind of like in basketball. At the end of the game, sometimes you'll see them intentionally miss a free throw if they need two points instead of one, so they can grab the rebound and try to try to put in uh, a two pointer. Well, sure, they do it in yeah. soccer too to gain a little bit more time here and yeah. there. Yeah, sure. The uh, oh mommy moments when they they fall on the ground. Oh mommy, mommy. Yeah. And they've been doing that forever. It's nothing yeah. new. They're a bunch of fakers. You know. Well, it's gotten to an extreme <laughs> these days, but they've always done that it's considered Indeed. a strategy yeah and what about the pitcher in baseball who intentionally walks somebody that's right there yeah. you go speaking of oh mommy yeah well maybe the soccer players have the mazacon oh the mazacon yeah they are perhaps mazacon otoko the the mama's boys the mother complex people yeah yeah, yeah men yeah. with an oedipus complex <laughs> oedipus in japan complex, are yeah. called mazacon otoko yeah. Maza comes from mother, mm-hmm. kon comes from complex. So maza kon otoko, otoko means man. Okay, and so women are being advised apparently to to beware of such men. Well, yeah, and in Japan it's always been this big deal about the relationship between mothers and their sons. Yeah. And uh, there's supposed to be this extra special bond that they don't have with their daughters. I've noticed ever since I've come to Japan how the sons can sit around and do nothing all day in the house. Just, you know, sleep or smoke or do whatever they want. And the daughters are running around cleaning and helping mom with the cooking and Mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. And the guys are just watching this. You know? Bastards. So there's, yeah, no wonder there's a special relationship there, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this has apparently become a problem in dating because these women go out with these guys and, like, they want to go home 
early because their mother's just called and needs something or uh, yeah. right? it's really interfering with the relationship. Yeah. So anyway. how can how can women recognize this this kind of man? Well, basically, I'm going to give you three criteria for borderline cases and three criteria for over-the-edge dangerous cases. Do not date this guy. Okay. Right? Gotcha. Okay, borderline cases. He shows a preference for interior designs such as carpets and drapes with floral patterns. Ah. He wants to introduce his mother soon after making your acquaintance. Oh, yeah. Come on home and meet my mom. The old approval thing. Yeah. Does mom approve of this Mm -hmm. woman? And then the last telltale sign of a borderline case is when traveling, he always purchases a souvenir for his mom. Ah, Isn't that nice, that's though? That's sweet. Why yeah. would that make you, like, you know... Wonder. ...have an Oedipus complex <laughs> just because you buy your mom a gift? Uh-huh. Well, every time, well, you know. Yeah. Well, every people travel in Japan, they buy souvenirs for everybody they've ever met. It's amazing. This is true. That's part of the nice thing about, about uh, being a teacher in Japan. Students always bring you stuff. Yeah. When they go on trips. Okay, now, now here are three things for dangerous guys with uh, mother complexes. Yeah. Right. Guy who still sleeps with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He gives top priority to returning to his parents' home during Golden Week and other extended vacation periods. Yeah, but everybody goes home during Golden Week. That's kind of the whole point, isn't mm. it? Well, I think Obon is really more for going home. But still, a lot of people would yeah. go home for Golden Week. Okay. You know, well, they, he needs his laundry done. Come on. That's true. Why wouldn't he go home? Yeah. You know? Free meals. Number two. When you warn him about something, he says, oh, you sound just like my mother. But he's got a smile on his face when he says Ah, so he likes it. He does. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Baby, be my mommy. (laughs) Mommy, mommy. Yeah. (laughs) And the last indication that this is a dangerous man with an Oedipus complex is, if you ask him a specific question, if this were your last meal of your life, what would you want? (laughs) And if he answers that he would like his mother's home cooking, then uh-huh. you got a loser on your hands. Yeah, get him out of there. Get rid of him quick. Yeah. Or you're going to be mothering him your whole life. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Well, there you go. The Mazakan. Some helpful hints. Yeah, that's very useful. Last meal you're ever going to have in this, in this life. It can be anything you want. What's it going to be? I know. Yeah. My, my mother's. <laughs> your mother's home cooking. My mother's mashed potatoes. Oh, I've heard those were really delicious. The secret, of course, of mashed potatoes is to mash them. After you peel them, then you mash them. And then you've got mashed potatoes. And they're quite uh, delicious. Thanks for that recipe. <laughs> there you go. Okay. What about you? My, uh, my last meal? I think it would just consist of uh, one of those really giant uh, ice cream sundaes that I've seen in... Uh, I saw in the in the restaurant last night, as a matter of fact. Mm. It sells for 1,500 yen, and it's the biggest ice cream parfait sundae you've ever seen in your whole life. Well, let's go. Yeah, it's cool. Holy moly, that's cheap. <laughs> Only 15 bucks. Yeah, check it out. So do you recall uh, quite a while back, a few months ago maybe, we were talking about uh, people who left their urns on the train. They just forgot to take their urns with them when they got off the train. Wow, that's pretty absent-minded. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You want to try to remember to take your urns. I was reminded of that because I saw another urn story this week. Is it an earnest one? It's an earnest urn story. It's about a new company called Huggable Urns. And what they are, are uh, they're they're teddy bears. And the teddy bear has a pouch in it. And in that pouch, you're supposed to pour the loved one's ashes and then zip it shut. And now you've, you've got your loved one. In a teddy bear that you can take everywhere you go. No way. Now, are people really embracing this idea? Oh, sure. 
They love it. Yeah. Really? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. To me, it's a little creepy. <laughs> Some people have taken it to um, extremes. This one woman whose whose daughter was tragically killed by her her husband, who's on trial now. Uh, she she found this this company called Huggable Urns. She thought, oh, that would be perfect. So now she she's got the uh, the ashes of her little girl inside this teddy bear. She said, I thought it was perfect. Now I have something to be able to hold on to. She can join me in parties. I can dress her up for the holidays. It's as soft as a baby almost. Yeah, but there's more. There's more. She says, my son has taken naps with her. I dress her up for the holidays like she's still part of the family, but she's just in bear form now. (laughs) In bear form. You know, it's a very sad story. Her daughter was murdered. But to put her ashes inside a bear and kind of treat the bear as... Well, you know, you're trying to make the best of a bad situation. I don't know. It's a little creepy, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe maybe people think it's a good idea. Now, one of the interesting aspects of this story is the way this company, Huggable Urns, came about. The woman who started the company, her uh, father, she claims her father kind of uh, really gave her the motivation for starting the company in an interesting kind of way. Her father died and spoke to her from the grave, as it were. Or from the urn. From the urn, yeah. He uh, apparently was staying in a closet at uh, her mother's house. Staying in a closet? Hanging out in a closet in the urn. Oh, right, in the urn. Hanging out in the urn, yeah. And the daughter claims that uh, one day at her house, she heard her father say, Get me out of this closet. So it wasn't the the urn he was so worried about. It was the closet he didn't like. I guess so, yeah. I see. The urn was cozy. She goes over to her mother's house and uh, says, Hey, where's dad? Where's pop? And she said, Oh, he's hanging out in the closet. And she was, she was like amazed. Oh, my God. It's true. He was really talking to me. Her, her father went on to give her a complete business plan, apparently, for her company. Cool. I yeah. wonder if I could get in touch with this guy. From the grave. My dad guided me to a company called Plush Creations in San Mateo, the same building where my dad used to play bridge, she said. What a coincidence. Mm-hmm. It's a, like a sign. Uh, so anyway, she, she took her father's ashes home and... Her father started talking to her about the energy of the ashes and how important it was to keep them and hold them. And then her father told her he wanted to go places with her, so she put his ashes into a nylon purse. Later, her deceased father suggested a teddy bear would be more appropriate, and that's how the whole company started. That's when her father then told her to go to this company that makes these... uh, these teddy bears, and that's how her, the whole thing got going. Well, who wouldn't rather live in a teddy bear than a nylon purse? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But now, thanks to her deceased father, this company apparently has taken off. Hey, when I die, I'd like to be put inside of a stuffed cow. I uh, I could arrange. I could do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a not a great idea. I don't know, but we we're going to ask our listeners in our first ever online poll at our website at planetjapan.org. We're going to put up a poll and let people vote on uh, what they think of this idea of uh, teddy bear urns. Yeah. Putting your loved ones inside a teddy bear and and taking the bear around wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Putting it at the table when you eat dinner. Things like that. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we encourage our listeners to go to the website and please vote and we'll, we'll announce the results uh, next time. Well, good luck to our Huggable Urn friends. Uh, we'll put a link on the blog if people want to, you know, maybe buy one. You know, one of the uh, disadvantages to living in Japan is that every year we completely miss out on the fun at the uh, Mooning of the Amtrak annual party in California. Wow. Yeah. Now, this has become an annual tradition. I think it started back in the late 70s. And uh, thousands of people gather in uh, Orange County in California. 
and it's an all-day party. And every time an Amtrak train comes by, everybody turns their backs to the train, drops trow, and moons the train for the uh, entertainment of the passengers on board. Oh, isn't that nice? Free entertainment. Yeah. Live. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Now, this is something you probably wouldn't see in Japan. (laughs) Probably not. It's an only in America thing. That's true. Although we did have another streaker at the Moo Bar the other weekend. No, get out of here. Truly. Really? Yep. A different guy. A different guy. Not a woman. Nope. Well, see, see, guys just shouldn't be running around naked. Women should be running around naked. Ah, uh, sorry about that. Yeah. We're not that silly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this mooning thing, maybe we could institute that at the Moo Bar. Change your name to the Mooning Bar. The Moon Bar. <laughs> the Moon Bar. Yeah. Yeah. Great idea. And that way we wouldn't be missing out on this. Because sure. it's a, around this time of year. Mm-hmm. It's nice and hot and sweaty. We could moon somebody right now on the air. We could moon George Bush. Did you? <laughs> Did you notice him on TV that he was chewing? He looked like a cow chewing his cud the way he was. Don't insult the cows. Chewing on his bread. It's not nice. And he said shit. Yeah, I don't think presidents are supposed to say shit, but he said it. Right. And there were children who saw the president saying shit, and now you know they're going around to their mom and their dad. Well, the president said shit. I guess I can say it too. So anyway, uh, yeah, sorry we missed out on uh, on the big mooning party. Saw a great picture though on the internet. Two of the engineers on one of the trains actually returned the moon. (laughs) <laughs> really? Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, see, these guys know how to have fun in California. Mm-hmm. Actually, I uh, I was on an Amtrak train once, and I saw a bunch of mooners mm-hmm. out the window. Did you Have you ever seen that? I have, too, in Colorado. That's where I saw it, in Colorado. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were we on the same train, perhaps? We didn't even know it? Maybe. Okay. Well, good luck to the mooners. <laughs> Apparently, some parents are now uh, getting kind of annoyed at some of the teachers of their children because of some of the weird things they're doing. Well, yeah. What was that one where the uh, teacher sent a photo of his <clears throat> parts to one of his students? Oh, yeah. That's not good. That's horrible, Oh, man. that's not good. Yeah. And then a while ago, we mentioned on the show uh, the guy who made his uh, his sports team as punishment for doing something, maybe losing a game. I don't know what it was. He made mm-hmm. them run around naked. Oh, yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Well, it continues. It gets worse. Teachers aren't getting any better, apparently. No. Listen to this. (laughs) One mommy complains. She says, last year, just before the school concert, the music teacher said, those of you who can't sing well, don't sing, okay? Just move your mouths. Well, she has a point there. If she if she really wants the best sound, you know you don't want the kids who sound like like crap to be singing. That's right. Just move your mouth. Well, that'll take care of it. Yeah. And she goes on to say, one of the kids he looked at as he said that was my daughter. Oh. Until then, she had always loved singing. Well, yeah. Well, maybe it's just not meant for her. Hmm. Maybe she should think of something else to do in life. <laughs> I wouldn't be auditioning for American Idol anytime soon. Definitely not. Yeah. All right, and then um, another. Uh, mommy complained, uh-huh. and rightly so. She said that in Kochi Prefecture, mm-hmm. there's a second grade teacher who addresses students that she likes with the very, very extremely respectful name suffix, honorific, of Sama. Sama. It's a very nice thing to say, yeah. Which is actually, you know, the way you would address the emperor. And sure. <laughs> it's the most polite you can right? be. And then for the kids she doesn't like... She addresses them with the the suffix of kin, which means uh, bacteria. Now, that's just not nice. That's a play on kun. Kun, yeah, kin. Little boys go kun, so-and-so. Kin also means gold, doesn't it? Well, in this case, I guess it's uh, (laughs) bacteria, and the kids know this Ah. because several of them have been so traumatized that they won't even go to school. Oh, no, that's terrible. I 
wouldn't either if someone yeah. called me a bacteria. Maybe I mean, just it's a, contagious. Could have been just a slip of the tongue. <laughs> maybe she's uh, maybe she's a foreigner. <laughs> oh, that and just be. doesn't have the pronunciation yeah, down right. They make mistakes sometimes. Anyway, so uh, the revenge of the parents. Yeah, they're getting back. They're saying enough of this. Yeah, this is horrible. Yeah, it's, it's 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 not the job of the teacher to abuse the kids like that. That's the job of the parents. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But you know, these these mothers and parents, they um they're also quite into pushing their kids really far. Mm-hmm. So, um they really expect everything to be perfect in school and all that. And uh, nowadays, they're even sending their kids to after-school gym classes to help them improve in their gym classes. In school. Oh, really? Yeah. So right before, like, a big race, uh-huh. they'll send the kids to the gym classes and tell them, look, my kid's got a big race coming up this weekend. Uh-huh. And, you know, practice his sprints with them so he can win. Okay. So a little so extra like, yeah. PE practice. Exactly. Yeah. PE, which, by the way, in Japanese is P. Huh? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> P. They say, oh, I did P. that in P. In meaning P. P-E. Oh, I see. Yeah. Gym class. They okay. call it P. P. Yeah. P class. Right, P class. Yeah. <laughs> they teach those kids all kinds of things. Indeed. Competitive P class. Yeah, well. Imagine it. <laughs> oh, the parents would really complain about that one. So, yeah, that's good. Well, gambate, uh, you know, a little uh, juku for the PE. Time for cowtails? Sure, let's do a cowtail. July 15th is Cow Appreciation Day. Yeah, and nobody even gave me a damn present. All I really wanted was, you know, a well-cooked hamburger. No, no, And I didn't get no. a damn thing for Cow You're Appreciation Day. You're supposed to Day. go out and kiss a cow on Cow Appreciation oh, Day. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, like I'm going to do that. Well, there aren't <laughs> any cows around here, admittedly. You know? uh-huh. But um, we appreciate cows at the Moo Bar. Sure. And uh, we have uh, 100 yen off Moo Garitas at the Moo Bar on oh, Cow indeed. Appreciation Day. Well, that's sweet. Yeah. yeah. And we do a little extra mooing for them. Good, yeah. And do, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Cow Appreciation Day. Yeah, but we're not the only ones to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. <laughs> Chick-fil-A also oh, the, the, has a very big Cow Appreciation Day yeah. festival. So in their restaurants, you can go in and you can actually get a free sandwich mm-hmm. by merely donning a cow outfit. Okay. Of course, that'd be easy for me because I go everywhere in a cow outfit. You have a cow outfit, yeah. Most oh, people several. don't have cow mm-hmm. outfits, I'm guessing. Well, they should. You'd have to go out and rent a damn outfit to get a, a free lunch. It's hardly worth the money. Oh, I imagine there are some closet cows out there who have <laughs> their own costumes. Uh-huh. But it's funny. I couldn't help but notice the similarities. It's like, you know, if you come to the Moo Bar dressed in a cow outfit, you also get a free Moo Garita. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. And then we appreciate cows on Cow Appreciation Day. I think we talked about this Chick-fil-A thing before. What's the deal with why are they pushing cows at a chicken place? Because their whole they've got this reverse marketing scheme uh-huh. where the Chick-fil-A is represented by a cow who's saying, eat more chicken. And the cow's so cute, of course. And they're sure. so lovable and huggable that, um, yeah. Of course, you believe them. <laughs> you know, who would want to eat a cow? No, it's a terrible Chickens, thing. Chickens, on the yeah. other hand, are ugly. Yeah, they're ugly and they, they make really noise. Are. And yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, well, there you go. That's this week's cow tale. <laughs> and now it's time once again for everybody's favorite part of the show, Audio Mnemonics Kanji. All right, today's Audio Mnemonics Kanji is the kanji for West. West. Yep. And it's a very distinctive looking kanji. And um, first of all, when you think of the West, all right, which is pronounced Nishi. Nishi. It also has uh, a pronunciation of Sei, but it's mostly Nishi that you'll, you know, hear it. Mm-hmm. 
Nishi Nihon is Western Japan.、Mm-hmm. When you think of the West or the American West, what do you think of? You think of cows. Of course. Yeah, sure. And this kanji looks amazingly like a cow, a square one,、mm-hmm. granite, but a square cow. So imagine a square-headed cow with <laughs> <laughs> horns on top of its head that、ah. stick straight out. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And. And it's got two vertical lines that come down to form its eyes. Oh, those are the eyes, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and the eyes are connected to the horns. Well, why not? The、They're、eye bones、cows. connect to the head bone. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. And actually, the another pronunciation I told you was sai.、Mm-hmm. And one, well, I said one sai and one sai, but kan sai. That sai is west. Because、so、it's in western Japan. That's right. The Osaka. Kyoto, Kobe areas, Kansai. Right. Okay. That、Sai. means west. West. Western、Sai. Japan.、Oh, okay. Except we have no s- cows, not even square ones here. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's this week's audio mnemonics kanji. Okay. I think it's ready to put this baby to bed. So,、uh, thanks everyone. If you have a chance,、uh, go ahead and vote for us over at Podcast Alley. Just go to our, our website, planetjapan.org. You'll see a link there. And that's all you need to do. And we would really appreciate it. And I'd like to remind anyone who wants to learn Japanese to subscribe to Audio Japan Lite. That would be good. And、uh, it's really evolving into more like Japanese lessons than what I had expected. It's kind of、oh, really? morphed because I'm, I'm finding that with audio, you can really explain a lot of the intricacies of the language. Indeed. Yeah, there's a full explanation about words and how they're used and the nuances、mm-hmm. and everything. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Excellent. Okay, and they can、uh, subscribe by going to the Dollar Bookstore. The Dollar Bookstore. At dollarbooks.tripod.com. Indeed. Well, as you know, a lot of listeners have been、uh, very generous with their money, but recently、uh, we haven't seen so much in the, in the way of donations. So we're just, because we haven't really been talking about it. So this week we're just going to kind of go ahead and beg, plead、mm-hmm. for people to, to donate if they love、mm-hmm. the planet Japan,、mm-hmm. to show their love、mm-hmm. by donating.、Mm-hmm. Money to the, our little donation system, which、That's、you'll、right. find on the website at planetjapan.org. That's right. Remember, we do this for free, and we you know, just need a little bit, bit of fuel in the system、yeah. to keep us going. We got to keep paying bills and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, anything、uh, you feel like you're able to donate would be greatly and hugely appreciated. And remember, when you donate, you get a free ebook written by. Yours truly. Not yours truly. <laughs> By you. Moi. <laughs> 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 Maybe we should also remind people that the Planet Japan archive, the complete archive, is available for only a one time fee of $10 that gives you a lifetime of access to each and every Planet Japan episode ever recorded going all the way back to 1934. Wow. That's pretty damn amazing. Yeah, through all that inflation and everything, we haven't even raised the price. That's right. And we're going to close out the show tonight with some、uh, music that I featured last week on the Cream of the Crop show, my new podcast, which you can find at creamofthecrop.cc. This is a song by Matthew Tyus. It's called New World Order. And、uh, by the way, don't forget to go over to the planetjapan.org site and、uh, cast your vote in our brand new online poll regarding the huggable urns. So thanks, everyone. We will see you back here next week. Bye bye. Sayonara.
Get her strong. 